Blog Talk Radio.
we go. Yo, Soul Kitchen Radio, what's up? Shout out for one to my man Be Legit. Omizi just told me yesterday Be Legit is in the Bahamas. He just got married. Shout out to that guy, man. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, yep. Got married. Uh, way out there. Man, let me find this. Let me. We we have to get him one of these, man. Shout out to be legit, man. Out there, get married, man. At, and it's it's okay if you in your forties, you can still get married at forty. I got married and married at thirty seven, so it's okay. Oh, you you never you never too old to get married. No, I was thirty seven when I got married, man. I was 34 when I had my first kid, so I, I took my time. Ain't nothing wrong with taking your time. No, no. What's the What's the name of that? Like, uh, really, Larry King Live? Is that the guy? Yeah, the the really old guy. Right. I think he I think he got married at like 70 or something. But that was uh, like that was like his marriage, marriage stuff. <laughs> yeah. So. This yeah, is my first and my last. I'm, I'm gonna be married. I'm, I'm not even thinking divorce. I'm be married. I love my wife. I'm gonna be married for a long, long time. So mm-hmm. that's 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 how I'm that's how I'm thinking, man. I, I got a positive outlook on life. It's Soul Kitchen Radio, everybody. Welcome back. It's another week. We got a fantastic show for you today. Sorry we started a little late. If some of you tried to get in at eleven o'clock, <laughs> <laughs> that was my bad. Everybody calling me or maybe on the line. Oh. No, I definitely can't. Can't be the multiple like, gas faces at that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get the standard. So anyway, today we got uh Il Phil. He's he's in Miami right now, but he's he's gonna he's from Hills from Brooklyn. I got some of his music. It is dope. So I, you know, I said, "Hey, come on the show. Let's do something." He'll be calling in about twelve o'clock. Um, so yeah. since we start at eleven thirty, we're going to about about what one thirty today. That's cool. The call, mm-hmm. the call in number for everybody seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. The chat room is open right now. Um, I'm gonna be reading your tweets. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. Everybody who's on Twitter, Omizi, anybody who mentions you, uh, shout them out on Twitter today. Let's let's get that going. Oh, man, I know the only Kev is gonna be on the show. Okay, good. So once again, seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. This is Soul Kitchen Radio. I got a shout out to my man Shorty Mac out there. He's from the uh, from the Knockout Entertainment with Ray J and them. He he hit me on Twitter today. He sent me some of his music. So I'm gonna get into one of his songs real quick before we get this show started. Yeah. So so we're gonna get this going right now. Twitter shouts. Everybody who's following me, I'm going to try to shout you out. But everybody who mentions me, I'm definitely going to shout you out right now. So this is Shorty Mac from the Knockout Entertainment Crew, Private Jets, right here on Soul Kitchen Radio, baby. We'll be back. Do you 
I'ma do me. I'm making it count check, smoking ooh weed. Go ask these bitches who they want and they'll reply me. Go ask these hoes who they want and they'll reply me. Private jet, I'm flying out. I'm getting money, what the fuck I gotta worry about? I ride it like a stripper, I ride it like a skipper. I probably never flip her, she's a bad one, nigga. Catch me out in Tahiti, driving something speedy. You bummy niggas need it, but partner, I don't need shit. I be on the G shit, you ain't flying me tricks. Fuck a G Shock, I need an Audemars Rolex, I need them Donald Trump checks. Make a bitch both flex, I'm all about my dollars. I roll with shot I'm on, I'm on, and y'all suckers just follow I don't do that dumb shit, I don't roll with a broke bitch I keep me a bad chick, I buy shit, pink slip like I get a rash from hoes with no cash from around, you did Private jet, I'm flying out I'm getting money, what the fuck I gotta worry about Do you, I'ma do me I'm making it count check, smoking food weed. Go ask these bitches who they want and they'll reply me. Go ask these hoes who they want and they'll reply me. Private jet, I'm flying out. I'm getting money, what the fuck I gotta worry about? Crazy with the cash, I flow like Aquafina. I'm taking out the trash, and y'all niggas just clean up. This ball is on point, I do the shit you dream up. Two chicks, one room, penthouse, Cancun, jet skis, hella funny, y'all niggas ain't having none. South Beach, I'm a flip-flop, in a red coupe, and my tank top. A big dog in here, put that Rory in fifth gear, watch me smoke up the block. Iced out my watch, I ain't punching in no clock, I get my money off the top. Bitch, you fucking with my stock, I'm like Jordan with the watch. Huh. These little niggas ain't ready for war. I seen your team in the crisis before. Mm. Private jet, I'm flying out. I'm getting money. What the fuck I gotta worry about? Fuck I gotta worry about. Do you? I'm a dude. I'm making it count. Jeff over here making motherfuckers hit. Go ask these bitches who they want to know about me. Bitches, what they think about this shit? They want to know about me. Jackpot Records, I already said that, but but they, those guys put on a great football camp. 
this weekend. And and uh, have you guys been to football camps before? Yeah. Like, uh, well, it was, a, it was a while ago, but you know what I'm saying. I, uh, I went to the Adrian Ross. Adrian Ross. He played for the Bengals. He had one. Uh, he had a bunch of kids. You know, they were teaching them different aspects of of the uh, you know of the game. So there was a bunch of kids out there. Yeah, oh, man, there, there was a bunch. I put some pictures up. If your kids were out there and you're listening, because I, I put out a lot of uh, I put out a lot of flyers, and, and if you're out there and you're listening, go to soulkitchenradio.com. On the events and photos tab, I got a whole bunch of pictures from, from, from the event over the weekend. So your kid might be, might be there on our website. Just, you know, you can click on it. I think you can download it or whatever and, and keep it for your own sake. But, yeah, we had a good time out there. One thing that I really liked about it was uh, was on Sunday, Sunday morning we get there at 8 o'clock. They sent all the kids out to the field, but they kept all the parents in and had a meeting with just the parents. And they brought uh, Carlos Carter. He's from UC Davis. He's an EAOP representative. Um, and and what he talked about was, was uh, IAP, an individual – academic plan for kids on how to get into the UC system. And he took all the parents and and this was this was awesome because I've been to football camps. I've never seen them go this far into really caring about what the parents what the how the parents do. They just usually take your money and and say, "Hey, come pick your kids up at the end of the camp." Right? Right. right. And so what this guy did, he 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 talked about getting your kids on a successful a student success team and getting them started as early as the eighth grade all the way through through 12th grade, um, watching what they're going to, you, you actually get involved and they want you to get involved in their education um, as far as right. planning their classes, making sure they're staying above a 3.0 GPA. Um, some of the things he has, he, he says student athletes need to read, 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 read all the so, parents, if you're listening out there right now, you have to get your kids to read, read, read. Um, they need retention capabilities because if they want to play in the NFL, the NFL playbooks are 30 pages deep, all right? Yeah. And, and and you have to know how to retain that kind of stuff. So taking classes like biology, chemistry, and, you know, physics and science and all that stuff, that helps you retain because you learn you learn different different formulas and stuff like that. Another thing he was talking about, he said, you want to mark your student for not only for athletic scholarships, but you want to market them for academic scholarships as well. Um, there's a A to G curriculum that he puts that he put on there. Um, never drop below 3.0. He says the parent coach basically had a meeting. He basically had a meeting with the parents and taught them how to start a IAP for your students starting in starting in eighth grade. Uh, Start your kids on a college fund. I mean, he went into so much. I don't want to take up the whole show just talking about it, but I was really impressed by that. You know, oh, that's now good information. Yeah, that's good information. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I picked especially, up I, especially when you know that when you know that it, you know, what I'm saying if, if, as a parent, as a parent, you could be hands on at at molding and shaping your children into what you know, into what you feel would be a successful career, you know what I'm saying, and get on them at a, at a young age. I had a buddy of mine, he had he had a daughter and a son, 
he started them off as you know, young youngsters playing soccer, you know what I'm saying, playing basketball, playing uh, baseball, the whole the whole gamut. And seeing them from age six all, all the way up to all the way up to now, you know, both of them in college, both of them got scholarships. One played uh, volleyball, the other one played uh, football. But it's like it's all because of they and the parents. They, but they they pretty much devoted those their lives to making sure that you know one of them was a coach. You know, he coaching the team, so he basically got to you know just be you know be there every day, work and still go to the practice and the coach and do all that. But for 18 years, you know, basically 17 years until they get to that point. You know, and that, that, that's hard. That's hard to do because I'm a parent right now yeah. with a full time job, and. And sometimes it's hard, you know. I had I had my daughter in tennis this year, and that happened on my days off. You know, right. with with my work schedule, I get off at seven o'clock, eight o'clock at night. Sometimes there's no practices that late. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so what? I want I want to shout out to Sean Jackson again, man, for for putting on that football camp. I think he has another one coming up in July somewhere, but they wouldn't tell me the date, but. You know we'll get we'll get all that. So if you're out there in Philadelphia, I think they're going they're coming to the Midwest. So you know keep it keep it locked, and we'll we'll inform you when it's when it's coming up. Um, so that that's what I did this weekend. We got a caller on the line. Let's see let's see what this is. Five one zero. What's up? Who is it? Yo. All right. You're on you're on hold. So yo, if you're on if you're on hold, you want to talk? Push the one button. Little handle come up, and 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 we'll bring you in. If if you just want to listen, then then just listen. It's all good. Mike, what did you do over yep. the weekend? Let's talk about what you did over the weekend. Cause like football, Mike was at the where were we at the Joe Montana Foundation, right? Yeah, I was at the Joe Montana Foundation. Uh, he had a nice big big party at this huge castle up in the Castanogas. That's still something like that. It's whatever the mineral water is named after. We uh, basically set up. Calistoga, that's it. I always get that one messed up. You call Casanova? Thing is, <laughs> Casanova. Not Calistoga. You know what the same thing was? The the mineral water that we had there wasn't Calistoga. Is it not some crazy BS right there? But uh, either way, though, it was a annual that he put on. Sweet. I mean, a lot of people. And unfortunately, I couldn't really stick around for too long because I was trying to weasel and uh, try to talk to him. But, uh, I had to go, <laughs> but uh, it was pretty sweet, and uh, it was a really old castle too. It was built uh, in uh, 1987. But uh, no, I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was good times. And uh, besides that, uh, my weekend was pretty good. But uh, I feel slightly hungover though, so <laughs> still kind of still kind of recovering though. And uh, hopefully, I can make it to your. Uh, next time you go to the football camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be good. Uh, Omizi, what did what you do? Oh, so, so you had a performance yesterday. Let's talk about that. Were you were you with MC Magic and and all them people like you said that was gonna be out there? Nah, but you know who was headlining? Um, first of all, all week, man. I'm tell you what's real. I had the flu, man. I was I was laying in the bed, man. I was I was sweating. I had headaches. My body was sore. The whole the whole gamut. I still got a little mucus left. I got halls. I got the theraflu. I got ibuprofen. My whole room is looking like a hospital right now. So I'm, I might have lost about ten pounds. So I was like, 
you know, I was, I, was, I missed video shoots. I missed a couple of things that I was supposed to be doing with the, with the homies. But uh, I, yesterday I went on ahead and sucked it up and uh, had a had a show just with the homie Ray, the, my uh, partner Ray Dog. I got a song with him called "The Dub Me." I just performed with him. It was a car show. The headliners was uh, Black Sea from R.B.L. Pussy and uh, oh, okay. Rodney on Joe Cooley. Rodney on Joe wow. Cooley was out there. Yeah, wow. you know, I, I like Rodney oh, on man. Joe Cooley getting ready to roll and all that. So I just say for the whole thing, I didn't even see the show, bro, because because honestly, I had to I had to do that number and then hurry up and get back to the fan to watch the, uh, LeBron and them get their head kicked off. By the <laughs> Congratulations to the Mavericks and, and that whole organization. They put hands on them dudes, and Chris Bosh he passed out, and uh, it was it was it was crazy. I just I was one of them one of the things where I was like just looking just to, just so you can see everything. So between seeing them get smacked and then reading people reactions on Twitter, man, it was just a full day, bro. Like just comedy <laughs> watching the game. And going through Twitter at the same time, seeing what they okay, it what is, are they saying I, about Thomas? Okay, what are they saying about Bosch? Okay, what are they saying about LeBron? They was going in on LeBron, so that was my week, man. That that was the biggest ending for my week. You know what I mean? That that was that was it was good, man. We're gonna get into we're gonna get into that a, a little deeper as far as as far as how how it ended and and what everybody was anticipating. So if you want to get in on this. Seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. But before we before we go any further, I'm gonna get into this uh, Jess man, the superstar couple. It's been on the website as the as an M one promo song of the week for like two weeks now. I'm I'm really trying to push this one. Um, I want you guys to go get that. So we're gonna get into that, and then when we come back, we're gonna talk about the NBA finals. Seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. We're going deep into it, and we're not gonna let nothing. Distract us this time. We're going to get into it, man. So, let's do it. Welcome to the gas pump of the future. If you would like to pay with your firstborn, please place them in the receptacle and push transport. Thank you. Fine wine and a dining, living life reclining, stand fashionably late. Don't trip the way 
want a copy of it, hit me up, soulkitchenradio1 at gmail.com, or, or send me a tweet right now. Say, uh, at soulkitradio, I want superstar couple, and I'll send you an MP3 of it. Then just give me your email address, and I'll send it to you. Man, that that, that song puts like you in the that, right I mood. I like that joint right there. I like that yeah. joint. Yeah, please do. It's just you know, and that's that's Bay Area Rays, man. That's that's how we do it, man. And we support the independent artists right here, and uh, and that's Bay Area, that's Bay Area homemade stuff right there. So that's what's up. So I'm liking that. So let's see who who is this on the line. Hold on, hold on. I think this might be Ill Phil. Yo, nine five four area code. Hold on, hold on. Man, it's Ill Phil. Yo, Ill Phil, what's up, man? We gonna. Well, welcome to Soul Kitchen Radio, man. Thank you for uh, for hitting us up. Happy to be here, man. Happy to be here. What's up with y'all? Hey, can you turn your oh, turn good. your computer down a little bit because I can hear the background from the show. All right, hold on, hold on. Okay, cool. We're gonna get back that to Ill Phil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ill Phil, we're gonna yeah. just get you right into this because because I'm promising my I'm promising our listeners out there we're talking about some NBA Finals. So we're gonna get into this right now, and you can just jump in where you jump in. Then we're gonna get into your music. And all that in a little while. All right, it's good. All right, cool, man. Cool, cool. Cool. So, so Omizi, my my whole Yo. thing, my whole my whole plan got foiled, blood, because I was like, I was, <laughs> I I started the started the finals out or the the playoffs out with, it's gonna be, L A and Miami. It's a setup. It right. has to be right. L A and Miami. All right. Right. Dallas sweeps L A. Okay, it's gotta be Miami. It's a setup. Because and then Dallas, Dallas beats Miami, and I'm like, no, it's is Miami in Game Six for sure. Miami's not going to go to Dallas and lose. They go in, they win the first game, lose the last two, come back. Dallas beats Miami Game Six. I'm out fifty dollars, but I wanted, I, you know, we talked about this last week. I wanted Dallas the whole time anyway, you know. But let me tell you, but let me tell you the real, the the dice roll, the biggest dice roll was. When Doc Rip, when they when when the Celtics traded, and 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 thought that Shaq was going to be back and healthy and ready to take 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 them to the Heat, you know what I'm saying? And then and it would have been it would have been Dallas playing you know playing against uh, the Celtics, and that would have been a better matchup Ooh. because they had a they had a deeper bench, but because of Shaq not being able to come back and that trade not really really being a good trade. Uh, at the end of the day, if they they playing spoiled, and the Heat end up using all their energy up in the in the, you know, and, and beating, you know, what I'm saying the Celtics and you know, what I'm saying and getting to the point and get in there. So it's like, um, I don't think that the Heat were actually matched up, you know, against that bench man, because you know every year, um, Mark Cuban makes sure he upgrades. He always tries to upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. And when they had them vets out there sitting ready to get picked up, he pushed the button without blinking because he knew that's what he needed. But they just thought that with the big three that they was going to be able to seal the deal. But, man, that bench didn't come through. Mike Bibby and them, they didn't come through. They, you know, they, you know, if you, if you, got, if you bring in the, the, the dude they call the custodian and, and you leave him, he didn't hit a three. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's too many, so many threes coming from so many different directions. I mean, LeBron was discouraged, bro. He he's sitting up there looking at what we watching. Every time Dirk Nowitzki shoot, he making it. I don't give a damn where he shoot from, he's making it. And if he drive on you, he making it. So it's like, 
Dan LeBron, like, holy shit, what the hell is going on? It's like, what can you do? And then you got Berea, he coming in, slicing through they through seven-footers. Like, they don't even exist doing reverses, getting rebounds. I'm like, that has to discourage you. And then you got Chalmers, every time he hit a shot, he's celebrating like, uh, like you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, <laughs> like day one. Like yeah. You feel me, though? Yeah. So it's like, they, it's the immature. I think the team was just immature. D-Ray did it, but he did it with Shaq. Let's be real. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and he even had that same muscle you know, to you know, that's just like if you put if you if you make if you make Dwayne Wade, Derrick Rose, and 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 make uh, LeBron, uh, you know, it's the same. They little say that's what they was missing. They miss they missing a deeper bench, and they got them OGs man that was you know that's ready to do it. That's my opinion on that part. Mike, Mike, go ahead. I know you got. I know you've been holding back on something to say, <laughs> man, about this. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm just gonna say how how sad it was to see. Uh, you know, LeBron James just disappeared completely in the fourth quarter. And, uh, you know, he just, you know, just seeing the statistics of how badly, uh, I didn't see this, the, the added statistics of uh, the game six, but uh, Dirk Nowinski outscored uh, LeBron James about 52 to 14 in the fourth quarter. Wow. So, I mean, it was it was pretty shocking. I, uh, I heard a pretty cool, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty intense. I mean, that's, that's the the last quarter. That's when you got to close it out, and he was never there. I heard a pretty funny joke about uh, LeBron James. If you uh, if you give him a dollar, he won't be able to. He'll only be able to break it and give you seventy five cents because because uh, he doesn't have a fourth quarter. <laughs> wow, I like that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's sad and true, and uh, you don't yeah, you can't win enough to neither. You know, it, to me, like, it seemed like they didn't like even they want to play. Boston. Yeah, but it just seemed like they they didn't pass the box. You know what I'm saying? They didn't pass the uh, like it wasn't like no no like. I think everybody on Dallas's bench played got to play. You know what I'm saying? And that's not right. you can't say the same thing for the Heat. Not everybody, people that were helping win other games weren't even allowed to come in the game for a second. And then they want to bring in Eddie House at the lateness. And like the last and want him to come in and do something after you sit and you sit Bibby down. Now you got Bibby and House probably arguing, you know, and probably, you know, because they they family members, so they they finna be arguing, and they're not gonna pick up Bibby back up, you know what I'm saying? Because why would you do that? You want to just get somebody that's that's quicker and that's more consistent as far as shooting the three ball, you know? Because they they set the tone now. Now you got to be a shooter in this league, bro. You can't just no. Like every time I seen LeBron throw an alley oop or, or Wade throw an alley, I'm like, what are y'all doing? Like this ain't and one, you feel me? They was right. kind of trying to do that and one shit against these big tall mm-hmm. dudes that ain't having it, and you're not gonna just drive and do it. You're not when they compact and, and, and they see taking a charge used to be once in the blue moon. Now it's a, a play like a, like shooting a jumper. Like they gonna take a charge on everything. They don't give a damn. And some of them fouls, some of them hard fouls, some of them hard fouls like that the, the, the custodian was doing. Like if you did that to, to, to you know Barkley or somebody, he would have knocked your ass out. That's just the reality. Like some of them fouls that they was doing, I don't know. They just got punked. It's just all it is to it. They got seriously punked, dude. Like no, they got real thugs thugs on the Dallas, and they was not having it. And they probably put some lean or something. In, in uh in LeBron drink he probably on that lean 
you know, that syrup, and that's what got him moving slow and shit. He ain't so I don't know. They something happened, and they, everybody <laughs> trying. They talking about okay, they talking about he need. They, look, they talking about Lamar that the Heat need to get hire a, a therapist. You know what I'm saying to help him next year to, to be able to get his confidence right. Like they they really analyzing these dudes. To, to, but they put it on their own self. They want to dress like you know, mm-hmm. Brooks Brothers. They want to wear them pink suits and shit and, and big-ass ties and do all that and all that fashion and do all that WWE posing for the cameras after shots. That shit going to get you. Mm-hmm. That's what got them beat. They humble yeah. and hungry. That's, yep. what they, that's what they say in rap music, and it's the same with, with, with basketball. Stay humble and hungry. You know what I'm talking about? Man, you know what I, what, what I, what I hated watching, man, because... I don't understand why the hell every time they come down the court they're gonna to try to shoot a three. You even even when they're up, when they're down, when it's when the game's on the line, they're always trying to shoot these three pointers. They just go in, hit the back of the basket, and and bounce right out into a Maverick's hand. You know, you know why? You know why? It's mathematics. It's mathematics, bro. When they come down, when Dallas comes down, come down and shoot a three. You can't just you think you gonna just go down there and hit a layup when they ain't not letting you, or come down and try to shoot a jumper. That's not enough points. It's all about points and who can put up the most points. And if they not hitting threes, it's not gonna work. They know that. Mm-hmm. They know the math. They know the mathematics. Man, you gotta hit, you gotta hit twos. You gotta hit twos and play defense. That's what you gotta do. You know, I mean, it was hard playing defense against them, but you gotta play. You gotta, Al, you gotta double team. You gotta double team. You gotta double team. Dirt for sure, no question. And you can't leave nobody, not the whole five people can shoot a three. All five can shoot a three ball. How do you defend that? Man. Chalmers can't guard Barrera, so he, he can drive instantly, so you can't help him. He looking, Chalmers looking at Bosch like, why you help me? <laughs> Come on, he did a layup. He did a, he did a, a reverse layup. And he's smaller <laughs> than you. You can't stop him. You need my help. And I'm look who I'm Bosch looking at him like, dude, look who I'm guarding. Are you serious? I mean, I can't leave my man just to come help you. So so rather than me, you want me to help you guard guard the layup, the two ball, when I got a three ball, I got to guard. Which one is smarter? You feel me? So they, yeah, yeah. Like I said, they had some real matchup. They had some real matchup problems that they're going to have to deal with in the, uh, you know, in the off season. And because otherwise it's going to be the same. The same thing next year. Same I feel like, you know, Dallas Dallas had a much better game plan going into this uh, series, into the finals of Miami. They had uh, more of a – they're just relying on their just pure talents alone. And uh, at the end, unfortunately, a better game plan, uh, you know, resulted in a victory for Dallas. And uh, what I was going to say about Je- Jason Terry, now he doesn't have to remove that uh, – Championship trophy tattoo off his arm. So right, right. Yeah, he, yeah. Just, he was just talking about that too. That's real. Yeah, he, he came out first thing he said. He said, "I did some crazy shit." He said, "I did." He said that right after the game. So that was cool. Phil, what'd you think about the game last night, man? You're in Miami. You're out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I see a lot there, of people man? down here, man. Was broken hearted with the game. Me, myself, personally, I, you know, I'm from New York, so. Honestly, deep down, I'm always rooting for the Knicks. I'm waiting for them to get the championships again. <laughs> I think LeBron, I man, LeBron should have went out there. He should have, he should have went out there, man. You know, because what the way I look at it, the way I look at it, is he should, you know, you were somewhere where they would have put us. They was gonna put us. He was in Cleveland where they, you know they would have put a statue out in front for his ass, and he would, he could probably ten, fifteen, twenty years, and he could have been mayor or something like. 
and he messed that up to go to Southeast. That was a failure move. He said he could yeah. Wow. No, real talk, man. You gotta think like you feel me, like you know he 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 messed up like something he had real good going on in Cleveland like that. He had a whole city. Not that he can't still do it in Miami, but Miami is. I mean, that's cool. But but if some some place like like Cleveland where your money could be a little bit better and you can you can own that motherfucker like and he from there like he messed that up. He's a fool. He's a damn fool. That's real talk. Mm-hmm. What, what was the streets like last night in Miami, Phil? What was the what? What was the streets like last night when uh, after oh, the game? Oh man, they were <laughs> heated, man, heated, man. A lot of people had different expectations for the outcome on that one, man. But um, a lot of people lost a lot of money on that game too. I'll tell you that. One. All right, you see, baby on Twitter, baby lost two million dollars. He's he's standing for. I, I retweeted it this morning. Uh, baby oh, from yeah. from Cash Money lost two million dollars on the Heat last night, and and they got a picture of him looking right into the eyes of Dirk Nowitzki. So that, that that was good. Let's check it out. This is this is something that I recorded from last night. Here it is. In the mass of people. NBA Dallas Mavericks. Okay, I guess that's all I got. Okay. What the hell was that? Oh, that that was that was, that was my uh, I recorded off the TV. Yes, I recorded off the TV. <laughs> and and that's all that's all I recorded. It was that was the Dirk Nowitzki MVP speech. So, but that was yeah that that wasn't a Dirk Nowitzki MVP speech. Anyway, this Soul Kitchen Radio man, we're gonna move on. We we talked we beat that one to a pulp. You can hear more about it tomorrow with Brian on uh, Tuesday Sports. He's going to be out there. He'll be on from 3 to 5. Brian, I don't know why Brian didn't make it today when his boy is on the line. Ill Phil is on the line. So, let's, yeah. yeah, let's get into this to this Ill Phil uh, uh, interview. Here he is. Ladies and gentlemen. Up, coming from, from New York by way of Illinois. Which I read Illinois, you call ill field because Illinois is where you was born, right? No, nah, no. Nah. Born born and raised in New York. Coming by way of Fort Lauderdale right now. Okay. Ill field, exactly that <laughs> ill. Okay, I thought I said ill was born in, in Illinois and then you uh, raised nah. in New York. Okay. No, nah, I'm born born and raised, man. That's why it's, it's New York next to the death. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Well, before we get yeah, in man. before we get into you, we're gonna we're gonna let the people Hear what you got, man. Let's let's play this uh the one mix right here on on Soul Kitchen Radio. This is Ill Phil. Get on get on the line right now. Seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. Get in the chat room. Hit us on Twitter. Shout out to uh hold on hold on. I got to shout out to somebody right here on Twitter. Who you got to shout out to? Uh, Omizi. You got some Twitter shouts there? Oh uh, no, I'm not on that page. Go ahead. Do your thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mini Blaze. Mini Blaze. Thirty two thirty. Um, Spody, Spody Jones, and of course our famous Bay Area Leak—they're all—they're all in the house right there on Twitter, checking us out. And follow Ill Phil at follow Ill Phil. That—that's it at follow Ill Phil. So that's that's yeah. pretty. Here it is. This is the one—the one mix. 
Ill Phil, right here on Soul Kitchen Radio. I gotta be the yeah. one, nobody else can do it. I gotta be the one, nobody else can do it. Look at where I came from, look what I be doing. Spitting on these drums, I be putting fire to it. I gotta be the one, nobody else can do it. I gotta be the one, nobody else can do it. Look at where I came from, look what I be doing. Spitting on these drums, I be putting fire to it. Every night's a party with the angels in the air. A day in the life of a future billionaire. Me, music, money, have a deep love affair. So I fry every beat, flow electric chair. I can't even blame them. Look at me, they gotta hate. Rappers don't bug me. Bitch, I exterminate. Keep plenty space between me and the ones who fake. Man, you gotta cut the grass just so you can see the snake. Don't get it confused. I'm animal like the zoo. I'm Hannibal, you can shoot. I'm better than all you dudes. Killing rhymes thousand times. Drilling down telephones. My microphone blazing, damn, I'm half man, half amazing, no rest, road to success, I'll be paving, catch me in my rear view mirror, I'm waving, nobody else can do it, I gotta be the one, nobody else can do it, look at where I came from, look what I be doing, spitting on these drums, I be putting fire to it, I gotta be the one, nobody else can do it, I gotta be the one, nobody else can do it, look at where I came from, look what I be doing, spitting on these drums, I be putting fire to it. Stop kissing me, I can have some Vickies, feeling all slippery Life's a game of cards, I play the hand I was dealt And I beat the competition like I'm swinging on a belt I'm lost in space near an asteroid belt I stay hotter than the sun, man, the sun might melt I'm sharper than switchblade, steak, knife, machete Probably why this Betty slurped me up like spaghetti Pushing something falling, sucker sweaty in a Chevy Damn, I break it, break it down like Lefty Mike flow psycho, no telling where I might go and moonwalking like Michael All these Tito's wishing they could take my spotlight So I gotta beat them all I treat them just like I get my pay on I'm rap smoother than some rayon Freshers and designer sense Boy, let you spray on Man, it's hard to stay calm When you the bomb like napalm Life can be a trip Bring some suitcases too Haters try to step on laces So tie up the shoes While I'm high up These dudes can't do what I do Looking down Look like people moving around Like ants do I'm one drop top away from JFK And I'm one speech away from MLK Carpe diem Gotta seize the day I'm playing chicken with a tractor trailer on the one way I gotta be the one I'm ill you know the name when I'm done put my mic in the rap in Hall of Fame I'm about to change the game man look what I became man you call that doing it Gotta be the one right there on Soul Kitchen Radio. That's ill feel. That's the one yeah. mix. I gotta be the one, man. That that shit was hot. What you think, Omizi? Shout out to ill feel. 
I said New York. I, I fuck with it. It's kind of that that uh, kind of like kind of like got like a chameleon there kind of uh, hook too. I like that. It's like nice up tempo, like motivating, like you know what I'm saying. Talking about the struggle. I fuck with it, dog. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Man, Mike, Mike, were you feeling that one? Yep. What's up? Yeah. How was you feeling that? How was you feeling that song, the one by Hill Phil? I like that. That was pretty chill because I, I think a lot of a lot of people could relate. You know, anyone who has uh, dreams and goals and aspirations uh, can definitely relate to that to such a song. Yeah, you know, like, you know, yeah, you know what, Phil? Like, go ahead, go ahead, Mike. Oh, it just it just made me feel like you know I'd be cruising in a car, just chilling, listening to music and bobbing my head. Just yeah, that's the truth right there. So that's the kind of song that uh, that that was. That's cool, man. I, I was feeling the same way, Phil, man. You know, I, I, as I was listening to that, I was reading through your bio, man, and, and I could feel, I could feel what you're talking about in your bio in your music. Um, yeah, it's amazing that that you, did you play the guitars on that? Because you're a guitarist, right? Right, right. Not on that track. That track actually was produced by um, Infinite Genius. But um, I've had like plenty of other tracks where I play guitar, bass. You know what I'm saying? And I really apply all that. All those instruments, man, go into making me the artist that I am now, and uh, that's really how I get busy with it, man, just basically trying to be creative with it. All right, and the fact that you sold 10,000 copies of your first EP, just is, did you did you sell those with SoundScan, or did you just sell those on the streets? We're talking, well, I'm talking through the street from New York, Florida, and in between, man, just basically grinding, just basically making a, making a goal for myself, and that's really why my next, my next CD... Is uh, it's gonna be called Destined for Greatness. So okay. really, like all that I'm talking about right there, you know, pushing my own CDs, um, the track, the one, all that goes into basically, you know, living out your dreams, trying to make sure that you you really reach for that next level of success. You know. Right. So who who do you have that that you're that you are you are you talking to some some artists now that that kind of that kind of put you in 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 the right direction as far as you know, ten thousand copies. If you could have sold ten thousand copies and had them all sound scanned, and then you would have had labels looking at you, being like, "Oh man, you know this guy's popping up on the right, boards," right. you know. So, right, right. so who do you have? Who right. do you have kind of mentoring you throughout the whole the whole industry thing? Well, right now I'm actually I'm getting a lot of uh, advice and a lot of good direction from a Miami rapper named Ghost Rider. If, okay. uh, you all should check him out. I don't know if you heard of him, but dude's definitely making some moves. You know, he's actually Po Boy affiliated. And uh, he signed with them. And uh, aside from that, there's a real good band from Miami also called Mayday. Uh, these dudes basically ran the whole independent scene down here. They've been running it for like the past five years, and, and they just got signed with Tech Nine's uh, Strange Music label. Cool, so cool. They really, so, they're making moves, you know, so I'm getting man. a lot of people in the right position helping me out and uh, getting me situated. Man, man that, that that's good, man. And on the line, Brian just popped up on the line. What's up, hey, guys? Yeah, what's up? What's up, guys? What's going on? We got Ill Phil on the line, man. <laughs> yeah, what's up, Brian? Uh, <laughs> it's I'm all right, man. I'm, uh, you still today, celebrating? You still celebrating, Brian? No, I actually got my ass kicked last night. The dude didn't want to pay his $200 bet at a bar. So he beat your ass in there and it, and they jumped me. Right. Yep. Break his kneecaps. Bro, I <laughs> want to break his kneecaps. Literally. 
this little fat Russian guy in Isn't that like the white boy doctor. thing to do, man? It's, now now how, how how white is that 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 somebody owes you money and then you, you call up the next day and say, I got my ass kicked last night. Now <laughs> Uh, we we don't say that kind of shit, huh? We won't tell everybody I got my ass kicked. I, say, say I, I had I say I had to beat this motherfucker ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to beat this guy. I, I think that's a, that's that's a white boy thing to do. Say, hey, I, I got my ass kicked last night, bro. I owe this dude. He didn't want to pay me two hundred dollars. He he kicked my ass with his friends. <laughs> yeah, with the, with the bouncer, he's like, "Oh, he's like, you bet, you bet, you bet, uh, you bet Miami." I said, "Are you crazy? I bet Miami." And I think so, like, you need to pay the money. And I'm like, "Bro, I'm like, literally, I'm like, you're you're lucky we're not in Boston because if you were in Boston, you guys are all going out in body bags." Boston, my people, enjoy them. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> Brian, you're a tough for someone who got his ass kicked last night. Literally, no, seriously, <laughs> that, guy, that guy was destroyed. He's a little Russian douchebag and his little fat, tall friend, and that plays Blondies. Oh my God! So hold up, so now now they flipped it on you. Now they're now they're after you because they think you owe them money. Yeah, well, it's because he doesn't want to pay the money. That's what he's trying to do. So he, he flipped it on you. Like, yeah, yeah. See, it's you keep. It's black eyes and a fat lip. Yeah, do you have a? Uh, it's hard. Yeah, can you, can you put it on Facebook? Can you put it on yeah. Facebook? So you see it? <laughs> I mean, he 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 uh, he um he knee me like head headbutted me. He headbutted you with oh, his knee. Question. Okay. Yeah, he headbutted me. Okay. Well, you know okay. What? You know what? Brian, move, move, All right, Brian. I think it's time to get out of Florida anyway. I think that that was the final straw. This place doesn't anymore. Wow. Oh man. Yeah. Nobody oh, wants man. to take bets around here. People are fake. It's not a real place. Well, at least you kind of, at least you kind of make a record. It's like every city you go to, you make bad bets and then get beat up. So I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I, like, what city Brian Kaiserman is gonna get beat up in? It's oh, yeah, that's, you can bet on that. It's like yeah. where's Waldo type shit? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, where's Brian getting beat up today? All right, so all right, Brian. Well, welcome to the show, man. Welcome back to the show. Let's get back to Ill Phil. Ill Phil. Yeah. Um, as I was, I was reading through your thing, man. You're a skater, bro. I, I love that. Yeah, man. You know, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I love man. the adversity. I, lo- I love the, the, the diversity, diversity. In, in you, man. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. That's actually, that's actually one of the things. Also, you know, what I'm saying a lot of things going into making my music is just the background, and you know, when I used to be in high school and I used to take the trains over to, you know, into the city, go go to all the skating spots. You know what I'm saying? And just hang out there for the day. We'll be blasting out the uh, the boombox. You know, everything from like Run DMC to to Wu Tang. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of like what I came up on. You know. Right, right. And so you say you're an '80s baby. How how old are you right now? Um, eighty eighty three, man. Just turned eighty three. Okay, okay, yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> right. I know hey, it's a lot. There's a whole lot of '90s babies out there nowadays. Don't worry, I'm I'm uh, I'm, I'm I'm a little older than you. Oh, me, <laughs> me. <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. I just consider it as uh, we kind of know a little bit better uh, taste of music. You know what I'm saying? That's we, right. We were I able mean, to see a little bit better. I love the fact that you say you listen. Of course, you listen to Biggie, Tupac, Jay Z, stuff like that. But yeah. in your bio, you you mentioned Nirvana, Smashing Pumpkins, Jimi Hendrix, The Beatles, Bad Brains. Yeah. I mean, I mean, stuff like that is like, 
that 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 shows your diversity in music, you know, and it helps yeah. you helps you expand your your mind, you know, because somebody yeah. who's just gonna somebody like like what we have out here, we got a lot of dudes that's hard. Bro, they they tough. Yeah. They like, oh yeah, I only listen to Too Short. I only listen to E Forty. I only listen to <laughs> yeah. to Messy Marv. You know, so that's exactly what kind of music I'm gonna I'm gonna make. And but but you put a little bit you put a little bit of Jimi Hendrix into them. You know, you put a little yeah. Duran Duran or something. You know, and you start <laughs> you start you start mixing it up a little bit. Like, well, like man, what's, what's funny? What's funny is if you if you ask. Forty and Messi, Marvin, all them who they listen to, they gonna be naming all kind of people too, all kind of different people that you would at least suspect. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you, these you'll little followers don't know, do you'll never that. Know, you'll never know. You'll never know that one of Forty's biggest influences, E Forty's biggest influence was Kango from UTFO. You right. know what I'm saying? So yeah. And, and KR is one. So it's like you know. Yeah. You you probably you probably like me. I'm a Renaissance man when it comes. I listen to country. I listen to everything. I like being a part of. I like just learning exactly. and being a part of just just as much stimuli as I can. Cause my brain, I, I'm glad it can hold a whole bunch. It's like having a a 500 <laughs> gig external external hard drive. Once you fill that motherfucker, you gotta go get a terabyte and a double triple terabyte and ten terabytes. You should never be uh, through. Expanding your hard drive, you know what I'm exactly. talking about. So exactly. I feel you. I feel you. Where you're coming from? It's like when when uh, Napster came out. You know, I was down. I downloaded ten thousand songs, and but I but, and then they shut that down. And I, you know, I kept. You know, you can never get enough. So I, I you can you never probably, get enough. Like, you never get enough. Bro. I feel you. Never get enough. I mean, the diversity and everything, that, that really goes into making the art, too, you know, because everything, a lot of people just, you know, have the generic same, you know, uh, playlist, you know, out there. But like I said, when I was going into trying to learn guitar, I'm talking about just grabbing a guitar and, and literally watching some videos of these artists' live concerts and seeing where they put, put their fingers on the fret on the guitar and kind of learning songs from scratch like that, kind of self-taught, you know. And so uh, right. it just expands your mind because, you, you know what I'm saying, it expands it to a whole other level, brings your mind into a whole other box of creativity, you know, experiences and everything, you know, and it just makes it makes for better art at the end of the day. High school, I took yeah. I took piano two like like, like piano one wasn't wasn't available, so I, I right, said right. fuck it I'm gonna take piano I took piano two bro before I even learned how to play piano I, don't, I can't play piano but I, if I hear some shit like over and over again yeah. I, and I, I figure yeah. out the keys and at least be able exactly. to just play like I play the Christmas shit and all the you know all the you know what I'm saying but it's like if you get if your mind if you had a you, you do poetry so that means you you know how to recall recollect, remember, recite, you know how to retain information, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And anybody, yeah. and if, you, if you could do that, if you could do that, be able to retain, like we were talking about earlier about being able to retain information uh, and learning playbooks when you're playing football and, and, and learning how, like my father used to say, re- recall, recite, recollect, remember, and, and try to drill your, your brain right. into remembering things. It's a good thing and right. a bad thing sometimes because you always remember the bad shit, you know, you know what I'm saying? I guess right, yep. right in the fork because your memory is conditioned like that. So I feel like, like, like real yeah, the, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Making your brain stronger, man. Making it it's like an exercise mentally, you know. Right. Real talk. Man, that's that, that's cool, bro. I, I I'm really feeling that. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
I know. What about tribute. like you ever just yeah. chill like in the bathroom on the toilet and just come out with some <laughs> lyrical genius? <laughs> Hell yeah! You know, I, I feel like a lot, a, a lot, like, a lot of rappers' most favorite spot to write is in the bathroom. Yeah, I, you know what? I, mean, I can tell you guys the holy grail. The bathroom is is one of my favorite spots, and I and I and, and I attest to that because the bathroom got me through drill sergeant school, bro. When I was, <laughs> I swear, when I was in drill sergeant school, <clears throat> we had to learn so much stuff verbatim, and and to to repeat that stuff and to memorize that stuff. I sat on the toilet and I took my big ass book and I just repeated that shit over and over and over. I mean, it's. I, I sit on the toilet right now and I and I and I write jokes, you know, because one day yeah. I'll be a one day I'll be a. Did you? Be a, uh, did I what? I wrote did comedian. Did I you? Uh, did you practice and then just yell at your at your turds, tell them what to do? <laughs> I, I told my wife yesterday. I said one of these days, just just to be an asshole, I'm gonna tweet out a toilet bowl full of shit. <laughs> just to oh do that. man. <laughs> oh, you gonna get you gonna get a million unfollows. Everybody gonna unfollow you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was about to say. <laughs> I got the same advice from her. She said, "Don't do it." <laughs> they gonna hit you. With, they gonna hit you. They gonna hit you with the block spam. You know, when you, you, it's one thing to block somebody. They can, it's one thing to block somebody, but you hit them with the block and then the spam. That's like telling Twitter, man, I'm getting spammed. You feel me? That's like snitching on somebody. Like, yeah, that takes it deep. So you might get the block spam if you tweet that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm I'm a little I'm a little I think I think out the box sometimes, man, and and sometimes I got to bring myself back in the box cuz I go crazy, you know. You already know how it is, Omizi. Omizi, you 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 put down your uh you put down your 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 little views from Camacho don't reflect Omizi warning out oh. all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, when you when, when when as soon as you say something that that I, that that I may not agree upon, you know I must have to shoot it out there. Like when you when you just oh girl, I had to I had to, I had to throw the white flag on that one. I got the penalty flag, so I'm hey I need to, I need to drop the penalty. Every time you do something, I'm gonna throw a penalty flag and be like oh I, I don't agree with that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, we're we're gonna get back to Ill Phil in a minute. We're gonna play his his other song that we got from him um, featuring Drake and we're going to talk about that but first Uh-oh. I want I'm going to let him feel feel some of this uh, feel some of this Bay Area Bay Area flavor we got here so we're going to be yeah. back and and when we come back we'll let you know tell me how you like it man this is this is Soul Kitchen Radio but before we go there if it's summertime you want to put your kids in the kids camp this is the kids camp you want to go to Soul Kitchen Radio check it out summer is here and you deserve a break Sure, you'd like to go to dinner. You'd like to go to the movies, but your kid is a pain in the ass. Bob Gnarly's Kids Camp. It's daycare for disrespectful little brats. Drop off your kid, and within minutes they'll learn how to shut the f*** up and sit the f*** down. We'll put your kid through a rigorous schedule of daily activities. They're up at 5.30, and we beat their ass. Then it's chores until 12.30, and then we beat their ass again. It's nap time, and we don't care how old you are. You're taking a damn nap. And then we beat their ass again. We beat their ass because we care and because we can. We have a 100% success rate. You'll notice the difference right away. Drop them off anytime. We're always open, and they can stay for as long as you need them to stay. Bob Gnarly's Kids Camp. We're strict. We get results. 
You're on the air with Rick Camacho Camacho of Soul Soul Kitchen Radio. Nah, 
That was Keisha. big on Easy. Oh, yeah. featuring, featuring E-40, featuring, and featuring Jimmy Rain, uh, Poe Up, that's that Doc Boxing, Be Fresh uh, revamp, produced by AJ. Hello. Hello. Ill Phil, how was you feeling that, man? Man, that, that joint was hot, man. That joint was hot. Definitely hot. You know what I like with the flavor out there in the Bay, man? It's like you guys have a whole, like, distinct, you know what I'm saying, with the melodies and the beats, and, and it's just straight bumps, you know what I'm saying, and the slang. You got to love it, man. That joint was hot. Definitely yeah, hot. thank you, man. Thank you for oh, Gravy, I appreciate it. In fact, uh, that, that was Omizi, who's on the line with you right now. You know, he that, that that's off of his that's off of his record. Um, yeah, that's, that was loud. So, so Phil, how much uh, how how much do they listen to Bay Area shit down there? I mean, not enough, you know what I'm saying. But but let me tell you, radio is real limited. But you know, you got a couple, you got some real DJs that they'll be banging the real shit in the club. Sometimes, you know, they'll really be uh, showing some love to the left coast out there. Right, right. So what's uh. And what, what's the biggest artist that you guys listen to from the from the West Coast right now? Is it, is uh, it still yeah, E40? Really? Yeah, E40. Good, good. You, you hear that, Omizi? Isn't that good news? No, it's big. No, it's all good. E40. That's pretty, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, he's no. We the reason why we respect him so much, and I'm saying not even just from from Florida, but you know some New York people too, man. Just you know the slang. The rhymes, the raps, the content—you know, the flavor that's bringing that he's bringing from the region—you know—is doing a lot. So definitely, man, I'm definitely feeling that track. So so definitely keep him banging. Word up. Oh, yeah, good. Man. Appreciate it, darling. Word up. No doubt. So so Phil, how you like how you like Florida? How you like uh, how you like Florida compared to compared to New York? Like, oh man, it's like <laughs> Florida's like a crazy extended long vacation, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is down here, man. It's cool, though. You know what I'm saying? It's different because you got to realize New York, man, has a whole vibe where it's like nonstop, 24-7, everything's in motion. Florida's just a little uh, bit more laid back, but, you know, the whole the whole flavor is a little bit different in that in that retrospect. That's why I try, but, that's um, why I try to tell people, that's why I try to tell people, Who've never been to New York? If you go, if you if you go to New York, let's say go to Ma- go to Manhattan at nine o'clock and just stand there and 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 realize and see how fast they're moving at nine o'clock and you and then picture yourself at home, picture yourself at home at nine o'clock and you be like, man, I ain't doing shit. Like realistically <laughs> in your mind, these people are just moving. They got their iPods. They moving forward. They either oh, going yeah, through a train, they either going through yeah. a train or an office building, and they're not even seeing you. They just slicing through. Thousands oh, yeah, of people yeah. getting to their destination. This is wild. <laughs> I ain't never you been in New York, bro. That's no lie, man. No, You'll straight up New head York, down, New York forward, bananas, bro. Yeah, yeah. 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 You just bananas. My, yeah. If you sit down, go to Manhattan, dude. Promise you, dude. You'll be like, wow, I ain't doing shit. Yeah, that's straight <laughs> up. My experience, my, my experience of riding the subways in the in New York is that uh, if it smells like shit or throw up or pee. Most likely, probably is exactly what you smell. <laughs> it's a little clean nowadays, though, bro. I'm gonna be real with you. Yeah, but yeah. They, they've cleaned up a lot in the last couple of years. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they got they still got thousands and thousands of rats, so they still got millions yeah. of rats and shit. Don't get it twitted, but at least the smell yeah. they they learn how to they keep the bums and shit out. Like so, you, motherfuckers ain't gonna be pissing on the floor like they used to and defecating right, right. and shit. So yeah, they, yeah, they regulated a lot of all that. 
I, I actually got on the first. The first time I got on the subway was after nine eleven, and when I walked down, when I would, when we went down to the subway, it was military people with M sixteens down there, so I felt so safe. I knew what that was gonna happen to me. It was all I, good, huh? Yeah, man. Real talk. I'm telling I'm, you. Yeah, you see somebody with an M16, dude, you ain't for the, you know, you're like, man, what you going to bring, a 22, 38, a 9 <laughs> Nah. What the hell that's going to do? And they got trauma plates on and helmets and shit. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up, I seen that. I seen that in uh, in Mexico when I went to Cabo for, for a week. Yeah. Man, them cats oh, was walking around oh. on the, they was on the, uh, they was on the beach. All, I took pictures with them. Me and my wife took pictures with the dudes with the M16s on the beach. Oh, they and had was, it like that? They had it like that. Yeah, well, you could just, yeah, that's how you you could just, yeah, that's man. How you do it. Yeah, yeah and it was crazy. You probably could have bought hey, weed Phil, or, Phil. or coke off of those guys too. Yeah. Yo, Phil, you say your next your next album is gonna be uh, is gonna be more bi- uh, like a biographical film. What do you mean by that? I mean, I know what you mean by it's gonna be expressing your life and coming up, but expand on that. Well, really, what it is, I'm calling it destined for greatness. So, really, what it's coming it's coming from basically. The days back when I used to just, you know, play guitar and aspire and just even think about trying to pursue a dream like this to realizing all the work, you know what I'm saying? Because re- really people don't realize the star thing do- doesn't happen overnight at all. So, like, all the hard work that you got to put into the grind just to get off your feet and into the game, all the work that you have to do from just, you know what I'm saying? Because I came from producing my own CDs uh, putting them together, doing the artwork for them, distributing them all that. myself, you know, going out to going out to uh, clubs and setting up uh, bookings myself, you know, uh, and doing everything like straight up grassroots style. So, I mean, a lot of that is going to be reflected in in the music, and um, really, I, I'm just trying to make it really something that's that embodies the whole idea of greatness, you know? And greatness, you can only reach greatness when you keep on pushing yourself and you really push the limits and you know, you, you can't stay ha- you can't stay happy at one level. You always gotta be be advancing. You always have to be moving forward. You know what I'm saying? If you're not learning more, you know, hopefully you're earning more. Hopefully you're just seeing new things in life. So that's really what it is. It's gonna be a lot about experiences and uh life, man. Right, right. That's real talk, though. I feel, I feel the same way. It's like America uh, taught you and taught you into thinking. Okay, I'm a. I get. You know, you you fight to get a house. You stay at the right. at your job for twenty years, thirty years, whatever. Right. You get your social security. You know, they tell you when to go on vacations right. and when. It's like when yeah. you in this music shit, you make you dictate your own what you want to do, and right. especially if you're a hand, if you're if you're a CEO of your own project or executive producer your own project, you have to and and an artist and where and where you're you have to write, you have to you know you have to have fine time to write, you have to find right. you have to go to the studio. Um, when I when I made uh, started my first album, I was engineering my own sessions and shit. So I'm pressing yeah. I'm pressing the bass bar and then running into the vocal booth and then you know and then land yeah. and then going back and then pop the shit. That. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then I just I'm have you, you you have to you have to you you know you you go over, you got to go get your photo shoot, which means you got to have yeah. money for clothes and you got to get your hair cut shit. You got to and you got to uh, get everything you gotta right. Figure out. 
You know, it's like when you're hands-on like yeah. that, as opposed to being on a label that handles all that shit for you, it, you it's like once you finish the project, it still ain't done because now you got to get your ass out there and perform and you and you shake hands and kiss, and kiss babies and promote and you know what I'm saying and, and try to reap some and reap some benefits from this shit. So this shit is 24 hours and it's it's good to that you know how to do that part because a lot of people that just went straight to the label, all they know how to do is be on a, on somebody else's label that's gonna dictate yeah. their whole scenario. You know what I'm saying? And, that, and you're already yeah. in the in the right direction. So now at this point that you are already you put in all the hard work, this is the new shit now. This new way it is now, it should be easy to you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So we gotta, you kind of learn gotta, the ropes. You learn the ropes. You learn, you learn, you know, the, the trials and tribulations that you've gone through provides you with just that much more knowledge on, okay, now I have the game plan. Now I have the experience. All right, we're going to attack it like this, you know. Or, you know, you learn from, from past mistakes and you realize what you could do different, you know, and just ba- basically makes you a better businessman, artist, all of, all of the above, you know. Like so now we're going to ask you the, now we're going to ask you the Soul Kitchen Radio question of, of of the week that we ask all our artists, all right? What's that? Would yeah. you are you are you ready to sign a 360 deal with somebody? <laughs> wow, 360 deal is rough, man. I'm telling you, <laughs> at, at this point in the game, I mean, if I could get all right, let's let's picture it like this, man. If I could get to the level which I'm trying to trying to do right now, if I could do something similar to what you know Tyler the Creator's kind of got going in terms of. Like, that cat doesn't need a label to come in and say, hey, let me get 360 on, on you know, your merch, records, this and that, right. and um, we're going to give you the distribution that we will give you, you know? I'm trying to get to the point where, nah, I don't I don't need another, because I haven't been through enough jobs, enough bullshit where, you know, they took way more than, than they gave me. You feel me? So right. right there, like, you're just embodying, like, a slave mentality with the 360 deal, man. I mean, everybody's got to do what they got to do, but at the end of the day, I mean, you keep so much more if you could just do it independently, man. That's really that's really what I'm looking at it right now. That's real talk, man. That's uh, yeah. I think, so, really, I think what it, I think what it really is, Camacho, is that is that uh, when you do it, when you do the 360 deal and they offer you that lump sum, it takes it's, it's, it's you you sign it when you want the when you don't want the stress no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The stress the stress of making your own t-shirts. You know what I'm saying? Selling your own T-shirt, finding a homeboy. Oh, oh, do I got? Am I gonna hire my cousin? Or am I? Do I trust him with my money? You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, you know, right. do I need to? Do I need to sell T-shirts to put gas in the car? Or, you know what I'm saying? Do I? You know what I mean? Right. So it's like when you don't when you sign a 360, when they say boom, here go two five million whatever, you're gonna do 30 show 30 shows. We're gonna sell merch at all the shows. At the end of the day, yeah, I'm probably gonna make ten and give you one, but still, it is what. It, but you, don't, all you gotta do is just sit there, and, and we're gonna tell you where to go. But on the other yep. hand, when you don't, then you assume all risk. You assume 100 percent of the risk. You know what I'm saying? And, and at the end of the day, even if if whatever don't happen. You still got that money, boom! It is what it is. As long as I do my job, if that's when when you, the three sixty is when it becomes a job. Now you have, now you have a, yeah. a job where you have to check in and punch a clock and do these phoners, yeah. these interviews. You know what I'm saying? Take, yeah. Do this photo shoot, or you're in breach of contract. Right, that's when you right. sold when you sold yourself, basically. Exactly. Yep. And that's when the record so company said it. We have to use a scalpel and not a machete to reduce the deficit. <laughs> 
But you know what? A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't know this, Camacho. Is that uh, um, if you're if you're signed to any label, because by by law, if you're signed to any label by law, they have to pay you at least ten thousand dollars a year. Did you know that? Oh wow! No, I didn't know that. Really? By law, if you're signed to any either. label, if you're signed to any label, they must pay you ten thousand. I mean, that's just you know what I'm saying because. You're you're a signed employee. You feel me? You're assigned to them. So by law, you should look it up. They have, they have to they have to pay you ten thousand at least ten thousand dollars per year. So they're gonna find stuff that gives them incentive to make to to actually have to, you know what I'm saying? Make you you know to work. You feel me? Right, right. Okay. So Phil, I, I got something for yeah. you, man. Cause and I was just talking to Omiz about this yesterday. I, I was talking to these cats the other day. They said they wanted they wanted to get. Uh, Little Wayne on a track, right? Little Wayne yeah. is telling them two hundred thousand dollars for a verse, one hundred fifty at the least. So, you know, of course, you know it, it, it was a it was a big dude. You know, the guy got money. You know, his record label right. got a lot of money, but but that's kind of ridiculous. What I want to know is, how did you get this to still fly featuring Drake? Um, you know, and Drake is is with cat with uh. Little Wayne, how how did you get how did you break that deal out with Drake to get him on this on this that, next single? See that right there was a blessing from uh, Blackheart Adonis, producer from uh, Massachusetts, who uh, had the lovely skills of sampling. I was able to put that in the detail right there to make it what it is right there. And, uh, there it honestly, is what it is. We, we, you know what it is what it is. But you know what I actually we we had called him also. We had actually called his people to see what it was looking like if we wanted to get something else, like maybe a verse or whatever. And uh, I remember it being a ridiculous amount. Um, that track right there, Still Fly, is actually from, like, about two years ago. So, um, you know, I've been, like, sitting on that a little bit. And uh, the whole the whole issue with that camp, man, is, like, you know, a lot of – I know that a lot of the record labels and the radios, radio stations, you know, a lot of them right now are in pocket because of these cats, you know, a lot of reasons why, you know, you see the videos repeatedly, you hear the tracks repeatedly on the radio, you know, a lot right. of people would be in pocket. So that's that's probably why they're thinking they can get away with charging 150K to 200K. It's ridiculous, like right? That, which is yeah. ridiculous, let's be real, because, I, mean, I mean, come on. Come on, it don't I'm matter who you real. are. But he's looking who, at, who, he's looking real. at it, they're looking at it like this, Camacho, the... Um, because it's, it's it's all it's all it all depends on how hot the artist is, of course. But right. uh, but Lil Wayne is on like three three four five songs on the radio. The uh, the motivation song, you know, what I'm saying that, he, that right. just that he that he's on, he's featured. You know, what I'm saying with Kelly Rowland is right. the number one record, the number one, you know, what I'm saying uh, street record, strip club record. You know, what I'm talking about so. Right. You know, it's like you've got a jigger probably cost a million right now. If you want to jig on the verse, he, he gonna charge you a meal ticket, one million dollars. You know what I'm saying? And if you know, Lil Wayne probably done sold about what six, seven million records. I don't know. You know, so you figure, okay, if I if I press it up as a single, you know what I'm saying? I'm, if I sold a million, I, that's recoup. How much I just recoup? You feel me though? Know? So right, you're right. talking about four thousand, but but the label could do that, and of course you're gonna have to recoup that. You know what I'm saying? So they they willing to take that risk. You feel me? So, so, you got a budget. You got to have at least a million dollar budget to to yeah, even have rain on the record all time. Exactly. So so it's safe to say that that still fly this this dope ass song that I'm about to play right now 
It's not going to be on iTunes, all right? No, that's that's straight mixtape right there. Okay, good, good. We got that's a caller right. on the line. What's up? Who's this? Nine two five. What's up? Who's this? Hey, uh, what's up? Is uh, Mr. Treb there? Oh man, Mr. Nisha. Hello. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Who is this? Uh, tell him it's his uh, good buddy that just came back from vacation. Robert. Robert, Robert, what's up, man? Oh, you yeah. calling Misha? Misha's yeah. he he like he like getting out. Hold, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on, Robert. Don't hang up, man. We'll get back to you. Ill feel. We're gonna about we're about to play this still fly featuring Drake right now, right here on yeah. Cold Kitchen Radio. So everybody, everybody, keep it locked. If you're on hold right now, just stay there. We'll get back to you. Push one if you want to talk. Here it is, Soul Kitchen Radio. I'm still fly, I'm sky high, and I dare anybody to try to cut my wings. I'm still pulling out the phantom, and you can't stand them like it. I'm still doing my thing. I'm still fly, I'm sky high, and I dare anybody to try to cut my wings. Giving that evil eye, you could catch me on the jet, catching that red eye. I came a long way, I was barely getting by. I had to write my wrong ways, hustles all day. Picture me pushing a Porsche, beat the hell out of pushing the hell out of Royale. Got gold diggers just like Kanye, yeah, the stash be sticks just like Beyonce. I know that the money won't solve all my problems. Maybe it does the pain, or maybe it just resolves them. If not, I'm hotter than a sauna. These rap cats are goners. I grind like foreigners. Till I cop my phantom, that could fit four of us. And middle finger to the cops, fit us in the pool. Radio that is ill feel 
still fly featuring Drake. Man, that, that, that shit was hot, man. I like that. Was that. that was dope. That was dope. Look you down, man. No question. Appreciate it, man. Dope. Appreciate it. Good You know, every time I every time we get artists. What be called is that he you be you probably you probably a hundred and fifty thousand dollars away from having a hit record too. That's what's so cold about it. So that's exactly <laughs> it, man. You know what I'm <laughs> straight up, straight up. Yo, maybe you know you you said you would you done with Tech Nine and them. You know they I hear Tech Nine on on DJ Who Kids show all the time. You know yeah. so you know maybe and, and you from New York so they probably give you some good love on Shade Forty Five with with that yeah, one. That's right. You know, we we definitely got you right here on Soul Kitchen Radio, but of course we don't yeah, pull in the love, we, we don't pull in the uh, in the listeners like Shay Forty Five because they're in their damn satellite. But check it out, yeah. Phil. Can I give yeah. copies of that song to to our listeners? Uh, most definitely, yeah. You can okay. hand that out all day. Man. I put okay. it out there right now. I just tweeted cool, it right cool. now. If you want that, if you want a copy of that, still fly featuring Drake. You gotta, you gotta tweet. You gotta follow me. You gotta follow Ilfil, and then tell me you want it in a mention, and and send me your email, and I'll do it. So you gotta jump through hella hoops. Yeah. It's all good. That's <laughs> yeah, life. That's life. Coming on, Ilfil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So Phil, I want to thank you for coming on, man. That, that, that's dope, man. I'm, man you know, no, it was, it was, love, you know, it was cool the way you did it because you must have listened to one of our shows last week. Or, or the week before, or whatever, and then you just sent me the email, and then yeah. right away I just got right back to you. So, you know, yeah. you could be a you. You could tell the people right now that that send send your records to Soul Kitchen Radio One at gmail dot com. You know, if I like it, I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the radio. You know. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. It was mad mad quick response. You reached out, mad love. And it was definitely, definitely a good thing, man, because I definitely want to see if uh, you know, I could get some music out there on the left coast and um, just expand, man. That's really what it's all about with this music thing, man. It's really growing and expanding. It's big out It's big out on the west coast. There's, I don't think there's a lot yeah. of shit out here in Florida and Florida. So. Hey, and I got a, I got a uh, Ill Phil fan that's on the line, uh, Takesha. She wants to she wants to say hi to you. Takesha, what's up? Go ahead. Hey Rick, how you doing? So I'm calling in to, to tell everybody who, who I, I love Ill Phil, and I think he's beautiful, and his music is so touching my soul and my bosomly breath. I get so excited when I hear him. I just want to say you are wonderful, Ill. Now I want to dance with you under the moonlight, just whatever. Just, just be with you. I hear that music. What do you think about that? You just you can play with my cats, whatever you want to do. I just want to I just want to make you happy because that music that you make makes me so happy. I don't even know how to explain myself when I hear it. I just put on a nice blouse and I just dance by the window when I hear it. Mm-hmm. Dude, too much time on the hands, huh? Oh, man. <laughs> too much time on the hands. This is a Bay Area feel. You know, she sounds like she got an Adam's apple, I think. Yeah, a little, little something like that, huh? <laughs> I am all woman, all 375 pounds of me. <laughs> sounds like about 400, really. Keisha, you want to go beat someone up for me today? Yeah. <laughs> Brian, you got to Yeah, you might not have a new bodyguard right there, Brian. <laughs> what? 
Yeah, that might be your new bodyguard right there. All right, All right. I need a bodyguard once I sign a contract. But, I, yeah, send me, send me some shit out in Cali, man. I'm ready to come back. All right, so check it out. Ill feel, man. I just want to thank you. Thank you again, man. We're about to get into We're going to get into something else real quick. Okay. Yeah, man. I, in fact, we right already on, got bro. one. Appreciate you, man. Hold on, hold yeah, on, Phil. We got. I just yeah. got one. Liz, Lizzie Star. She uh she loves that track. So I'm gonna send her a copy of that track, man. She All right, just, cool, man. Just appreciate tweeted, it, Lizzie. She just re- replied to the tweet, so she must be listening out there, man. And you know, you got man. Good luck with your with your career, bro. Stay online hey, with us. I appreciate please. it. Stay online yeah, with no, us. Yeah, most definitely. Okay. Yeah, cause this might this might uh this might have something to do with you guys out there in Florida. So let's let's get into let's move into the GOP candidates. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, you know some, something I know you like. So yeah, we got the yeah. candidates. We got Mitt Romney, um, Tim Pawlenty, Newt Gingrich, Michelle Bachman, Rick Santorum, Herman Cain, Ron Paul. Sarah Palin, John Huntsman. Um, so, so what do you what are you thinking, Omizi? What's going to happen within the next few weeks when we get these uh, these candidates right. from the from the from the right? They got they got a they got a little debate. They got a, a New Hampshire debate tonight. Is going to be the first the debate uh, debate jump off. Uh, I'm not even going to promote that because I'm you know I'm a Democrat, so I'm not going to promote them. And plus. Not just that, but I think all everybody you just named is a weirdo. All of them weirdos. New Gang is a weirdo. Michelle Bachman is a weirdo. Uh, Palente is a weirdo. You know, all of them is weirdos. So I'm hoping, uh, like, like Orrin Hatch, you know, from Utah, run like somebody, you know, that's been doing it. And I and I know and I know uh, T Bagger. I know you know Tea Party person. Like Michelle Bachman, she's a weirdo. You can look at her when she when she look just the way she looked. She's a weirdo, and the way she talk. Uh, Sarah Palin is a is a triple threat weirdo. She looked good, yep. and she's crazy as hell, uh, and she got mm-hmm. money. So she's a triple threat weirdo. Uh, Newt Gingrich, he's an OG, but he's a he's a weirdo man. Like he's a racist weirdo too. Like at the same time, and his wife that he cheated that he got. I mean, that's his personal business. I didn't even speak on that, but he's a weirdo. He went and spent uh, a whole bunch of bread on her at Tiffany's. Uh, you know she's a weirdo for that, and she, and they went on vacation uh, in, in the, I think Caicos Island instead, as, instead of uh, preparing for the uh, debate tonight because he feel like he's a mental heavyweight and he don't need to prepare uh, against Palente and uh, Michelle Bob, which is true because all and because you gotta look if you if you know for a fact you're smarter than everybody, it's like it's not studying uh, for a debate. It's like why study? So he went on vacation instead of studying for the debate because he noted that everybody in that division is weak sauce, all trying to go against Obama, who's in office, who's working hard, who uh, his work schedule is out of hand. Uh, every time we, every, when you look, turn on, I think CNN or MSNBC, they always have his 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 schedule and what he has to do, and I can't see nobody. That, I mean, Mitt Romney is is cool. He's smart. He 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 he's good at uh taking over companies and um firing people, you know what I'm saying? He know how to make money, that's cool, but he only know how to make money after he take over companies and to sell and fire them and, people. And, and have, and have, yeah, no, real talk. <laughs> I mean, they they outsource the jobs to Indian shit because they smarter than us, that's what they say. But he's a Mormon and America is not ready for I mean I mean religious for the religious freak. I mean they, they it's like they ready for a black 
uh, president as long as he's Christian. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but he, if he was, if Barack Obama was out there like, Alhamdulillah, uh, United States, I am the president, then it wouldn't have cracked. But we know that Mitt Romney is a is a Mormon, and 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 and, and okay, when I was watching Oprah, they had some Mormons on there, and they had about thirty kids, and seven, and the dude had seven wives, and he's not gonna be able to shake that, you know, what I'm saying that that image. And especially when they think that black people are meant to be slaves, that's just, that's what they, the religion preaches. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And Joseph, Joseph Smith and and Brigham Young and when they and the and the, and the mysticism that goes with that. I mean, there's so much stuff. That's I mean, I don't know. It's it's, it's it, I think it's gonna be a cakewalk uh, for Obama unless they unless they do like they do and, and trip and assassinate his character on the economy, which is messed up. And they say that you can't use yesterday's score with today's game by saying that Bush is the reason in these wars and that you've been in office for two, you know, two years, whatever. And you got now you got to show and prove. Now you you work off that that hope and hope and change uh, momentum. Now that shit is dying down. You got uh, Osama, and that shit is dying down. Now people's pockets are touching. Now you're gonna have to figure that part out. Yeah, you know what's you know what's going on right now. You know what I'm seeing right now, of course. uh, the the oil the gas prices are starting to drop the oil prices are starting to drop. Um, black folks are gonna come out. Minorities are gonna come out again in 2012 because they had so much fun voting for Obama last time that they're gonna do it again. People ain't even paying attention to what's going on. They're gonna go out and vote for Obama again because. Oh uh, yeah yeah. You know and, and that that's what the Republicans got to worry about and and if they're thinking about putting Sarah Palin up there, come on man. I, I have yeah, a friend. Yeah, yeah. I have a friend that's a that's a Sarah Palin follower. I mean, he 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 knows everything about Sarah Palin. He he pumps her up on Facebook all the time. Uh, next year, when when it gets going, I'm gonna have him call in, and and we're gonna go we're gonna go at. It. I'm gonna let him and you and you know maybe my wife will come on, and, and you guys can just let him have it, and it'll be fun. You know, I I don't see. I think. Like I tell everybody, I think if Sarah Palin could be president, then damn it, I could be president if I. Learn a little bit about the Constitution and shit. Sarah Palin, Sarah Palin, Sarah Palin can never do a speech on never quitting and never giving up because she was a governor for two years and she quit. You know what I'm talking about? She right. quit the job of being a governor. She, she, you know, what I'm saying and for money and fame, and that's what that's her, in her right to do so. But she's not even running, and she hasn't even said that she's going to run. And that's what's so cold about it is we're still talking about her, and she's not even going to run. To be president, she didn't. Even, she couldn't even be vice president. How can she just skip being vice president? She was running for vice president. First of all, they act like she was running for president. She was running right. for vice president, and she didn't. And it didn't work. And and her her uh, um, her approval ratings is stupid low. You know, so they just be wait. They have to. It's like it's like having a having um, the Detroit Lions. Like you got to Even the reporters know every year that they the team sucks. But they still got to talk about them in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, right. You know they, you know they suck, but you still got to talk about the, the Republican team. That's their, their starting five, just like the Mavericks and the Heat. That's their starting five or six or seven, what have, what have you. And they, and, and you have to report on them. It's just what you have to do, straight up. Yeah, because every time they like, even today, I was watching the thing. They said they showed everybody who's going to be at the New Hampshire debate tonight, and they go, wait a minute. We don't see Sarah Palin. She's not saying nothing. She's having, 
she's having pizza sex with with uh, what's gonna call it, with the toupee oh, guy. Yeah, yeah with Donald Trump, Trump the toupee yeah. guy. And uh, but where is she at? And so, I don't think she's even gonna run. I think if they wanna, they, they're gonna have to have. They might put Michelle Bachman out there because she's a lady, and and they wanna they want a female. I still don't see why why they couldn't talk to talk Condoleezza Rice into coming, and I think she has the best the best chance of any any Republican woman to to be a president. She knows what the hell I she's doing. Even, I never even I never even thought of that. That's sick. I never even thought of that one. That'd be a yeah. hail mary pass. That'd be a hail mary pass if they did that one as vice president though, bro. Not president. Yeah. That's too extreme. But if Mitt Romney picked her up as a vice president, that'd be raw. You know, I'm telling you because, and 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 I guess she's just not even interested or nothing. But, but her her experience alone makes her. She's even she has more experience in, in as a president than Barack Obama does right now. You know, because she's she's oh, been okay. in the she's she's been in the gutter with 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 Bush and everything he did. So, if I was in the GOP or or any of that shit, that's what I would definitely be be trying to head towards. But you know. These guys, they're already on a losing streak. They're on a losing streak right now. They're gonna lose, and they're gonna have to look for 2016. That's that's my that's my personal opinion. It, it's not it's not it's not it's not the fact. Okay, yeah, you want to be president, but primarily, I mean, you want to be president when it's happy it's happy times. You know what I'm talking about? A lot of presidents came in came in when it was ha- happier times. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, whoever 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 becomes the president has to figure out all the Middle East issues. The you know have to you know you have to figure you have to figure out the economy. You have to figure out. I mean, you walking into some shit like off time, like day one. So you have to. It take it's gonna take a special person that want to walk or a crazy person that wants to walk into that seat. You know what I'm saying? So it's like for the for the GOP, it's like who wants publicity. And who wants to take a chance on getting embarrassed by stepping up? And if you don't got nothing to lose, like if you don't got nothing to lose, you like fuck it, I do it. That's why. That's why uh, when, when they asked, when they first asked um, Sarah Palin if she was on the president, she said, "Yeah, if, it's, if nobody else wants to do it, I do it." You know what I mean, it's like shit. You can't fight yeah, about it. I do it. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? What, I mean, shit. Do you want to fly me everywhere and let me rub my motherfucking mouth and and? And and write uh, and sell and sell two three four million more books and shit. Yeah, I go and fight. Like, what it is, what it is. Hell yeah. She goes, oh sure. Man, it's like when I'm at the if I'm if it's like I might be at the gym, like you might be at the gym and you don't want to play no more hoop, and they only got nine people and they like, man, we need you to play, man. Come on, man, we can't play if you don't play. You're like, all right, man, fuck it, I play one more. You know what I'm saying? That's sort of like that's how if if, if can't want nobody else. Get the publicity and the attention of the fo- of the Fox News and the CNN and MSNBCs and all that. And they won't have no choice, but to, uh, she won't have no choice. You know? That's yeah. At the gym, they that's when they look at me and go, "Man, there's only nine guys. Somebody get get the fat Mexican. Get him out here. We're just not gonna send. The, we're just not gonna shoot. Throw the ball to him. We're just not gonna pass him the ball." Put him on a little Put him guy. On the white kid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's one. Hey, that's one thing. I was looking at. I was. I was doing that. Looking at with wifey, man. I was like, uh, we, we we looked up Larry Burke, and we was like, 
he was one of the first, if, if you know, if, if Dirk Nowitzki was the first white MVP ever. Like, you feel me? But then we got... Oh, yeah. Was he? No, because... Final, finals MVP, Bird, finals right? MVP. But, no, but, yeah, Larry Bird won, like, three, I think. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he was, I don't even know if he if before that. I know it was somebody before him. What about Stockton? I, what about John Stockton? No, I'm talking about finals. Like, you won, this, won oh. the championship, and you was the white, and you didn't have a black counterpart... That was the star of the shit. It was just, you know what I'm saying? You was the, you was the, the, the finals MVP, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know how many it is. I just know Larry Bird got three of them. So I was trying, I was trying to give that to Dirk, but I, after doing my due diligence, I was like, well, you know what I'm saying? But it might have been some way like, back. I can't really count before, like, you know, when when the, when the league was back before they let Negroes in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't know how far to go back, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just I'm just starting with Larry Bird and moving it forward after that. So Dirk is like Dirk is number two to me in my mind, you feel me? All right, yeah. Hey, you know I also wanna get into uh something I wanted to talk to you about. I went to the concert last week. Remember I went to I went to R. Kelly, uh, Marsha Ambrosius and and uh Dang, what the hell? How, how am I gonna forget her name? Um, Keisha Cole. All right, I went to their I went to their concert on Friday, and I gotta tell you, it is off the hook. So if they're coming to your town, make sure you get tickets because the shit is off the hook. R. Kelly put on a great show. And you know, one thing about being in Oakland, every time I go to Oakland, there's always a fight at the concert, and usually it's over it's over girls or you know somebody stepping on your toes or some shit like that. There was no fights, no fights at this show that I've seen. But if there was a fight, I'll tell you what it would have been over. It would have been over the $6.50 damn 20-ounce soda that they was trying to sell to everybody. $6.50 for a fucking 20-ounce soda. You And they took the cap. They were like, hey, you can't even have the cap. Man, that shit was crazy. You can't have the cap on a drink? No, you can't have the cap. The dude, they open it up for you and take the cap and... uh. And be like, here now, give me six fifty for this ninety-nine cent soda, man. I'm telling you, they 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 would be fighting over somebody spilling that soda. That's just terrible. And then the twelve, uh, if you got a beer, you just get in a regular cup, the little twelve ounce beer, fucking twelve dollars. Come on, man. Man, that must have been something. And all it was was a fucking Dr Pepper. But but you know you know what's on the line. Yo, Phil, let me introduce you to our man out here, Legendary Gary. What's up, Gary? What's up with it, baby? Come on Gary to the soul kitchen when I'm hungry. Man, my man, uh, uh, all the time. You know, we got we got an artist on the line. He's from he's from New York, but he's out in he's out in Miami. I don't know if you was listening to the show earlier when we played his stuff, but I'll send you a copy because cause the shit is dope, man. It's called his name is Il Phil. Um, uh, Phil uh, Gary. Yep. Gary is is instrumental in in pushing music out here on the West Coast. So there's somebody you definitely want to hook up with on 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 Twitter or something and learn from him. Gary, give me your 15 minutes of fame, man. Come on, let me know what's up, what's happening. I mean, I mean, this week this week I'm gonna have to dedicate it to uh, to Oscar Grant, man, in the community of Oakland. That's, and we know, didn't that's even get into that. Yeah, real talk. I, man, I, I wanted I'm glad to get you brought that, that shit up because, too. Yeah, you know what? I have it right here in my notes, and we didn't get into it. But yeah, uh, the release of uh, Johannes Mezzoli this week—that was to me 
it was bullshit, but go ahead. That's go ahead, Gary. It's it's all you, man. Go ahead. Yeah, I just you know I just want to um I just want to say you know something happened yesterday that was you know justice was not served and and I I just want to say thank you to the city of Oakland and and the way they handled it because yesterday you know I I think we learned a valuable lesson like like they, you know a lot of people in the community was up there speaking and Fab said something real powerful about you can't fight the power you have to become the power and what that what that mean is the community got over oversee what's going on and quit letting the power oversee what's going on and reacting to them. So, you know, so the, to me the biggest thing what we got to do as a community is take our community back. You know what I mean? We're, if we're paying our rent or mortgage, we actually we live in a community. It's up to us to police our block, and then, then these dumb police won't have reason to come through. Right, definitely. So, you know, that's true. It starts, I mean, like, like I, I really don't want to get to the political, political aspect of what's going on with Mezzalee because we all know we already know 242 days for, for even an accidental murder is is ridiculous, because like I don't know if anyone noticed like a quick fun fact that there are people still in jail from the very first Oscar Grant rally for breaking some windows. They're still in jail right now, and Mesley's out free. Like like where's the justice in that? I'm not saying they were they were right or justified to do what they did, but the time doesn't quite reflect the crime. That's and, right. It, and this guy wants to move back nobody. to California. <laughs> so, like, it, it's kind of like like the like the like the Sean Bell situation. Like, right. my man from New York, you understand what that is, and like like we we understand that from out here. We're just not laying to the fact, you know. I mean, we're just not musicians, and you know, music music is what we do to get us out of our problems. You know, what I mean, this this is our way out. This is our NBA, and and for that, since we know a lot, we, we you know we owe a lot. And a lot of artists tend to forget that. And you know, if one thing let me down yesterday, if any artists are listening, anyone out there making money off the city of Oakland's name, you should be ashamed of yourself if you were in town and you were not at the rally yesterday. Right. So you know that's that's kind of like where I want to go with today, and you know that's that's basically what I want to say. Um, we got to stand up more for what we believe in and quit fighting things we don't. Man, that that that's huge, man. Because because you know if. If if it was anybody else in the same situation, uh, they'd still be. In, they would. They would got life in prison. You know. I mean, he he really? had the backing. Yeah, he had the backing of the fact that that what well, he was a cop, but he who cares? He did that shit in cold blood. I mean, it, it might have been a it might have been a mistake. You know, I I don't believe anybody would. I don't think he would really just say, hey, I'm gonna kill a black dude today. I'm gonna kill a young guy on bar and go up and this is the guy and then just shoot him. I don't think he 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 did it in a in a in a in a intentional a malicious way. In, yeah, a malicious way, but he did it, you know. And so, like, you know, but I, break, I think that the circumstances led to it, but 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 we we got to understand it's not just the circumstance. Like like since he is a police officer, he's held to higher standards. Him right. not knowing is not fault. That's his fault. That's neglect. Exactly. That don't mean it's mistake. That that means it's neglect. That's exactly. what that means. Can't if be, it was that's, that's Apple, saying, that's saying you can't you can't go to the judge and, and be guilty of a misunderstanding. Basically, hey, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know. That don't that that don't replace the fact that, of what he did. You can't be guilty of a misunderstanding. You can't say, oh, you know, I was reaching for my stunner, my stun gun, and I took this young dude's life, and I should only get 11 months. That you should you should do the same time. 
You know what I'm saying? As if you if you if if you if me if two kids accidentally are playing with a gun or you playing with a gun and you shoot a kid on accident, you're gonna do some time. You're gonna do more than eleven months. Get even as a as a youth. Right. That's what's so right. crazy about it. Like you said, yeah, even as a juvenile you're gonna do more time than that. So he's saying just because you just because, and so it's just it's, he, and it's and we're talking about we're, we're talking about habitual things in Oakland, California. You know, this is Absolutely. and that just took that just took the fucking cake is what we saying. That that was so what, okay, what, we're not talking about yeah. I'm saying what? well what's bad is when the judge when the judge tells us that the the community of Oakland, oh Barack Barack's our president, you guys are lucky. Like 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 oh we're 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 gonna pull that the jurors found him guilty with the gun enhancement charge. That judge said, you know what, I think the jury made a mistake. I'm gonna lift that. Because uh, then, then I think community would have been justified. You know, we don't think they're going to give him life in prison. But if they gave him 11 years, like, like it, it would have showed, like, everything ain't fixed, but we're on our way, if that makes something sense. Yeah, and it does make sense. If they would have gave him 11 years, like, let's say 11 years, and then have him go in and do three and a half, four years, and then get paroled, then it makes then it's easier because – it gives you time to forget, you know, not really forget, but it gives you time to not really be focused on him every year, like you know what I'm saying. And maybe he'll get out on parole under the radar. But it's so it's less than a year. Like, come on, like you know what I mean? I don't think he would have. I don't think he would have got paroled if if that was the case, because because every time the parole hearing comes up, the the family has to come and and rebuttal yeah. it and stuff. And and that's my cousin went through that for 25 years, and he finally got out this year. You know, so, so he should feel that. He should. He should feel that. He should feel that. He should be able. To, he should be parole. Uh, he should have been up for parole in three, four years, and yeah. he should have had the family. He should have had the family come to him and, and say, "This is what we're going through. This is how we're feeling still." You know, what I'm saying, and and that way he 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 don't even he he don't even have time to get over it. like Plexico Burris. He just got out. He did two years for shooting himself. Like, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking nuts, man. That's you know, you know, hey, hey, Gary, because I know, I know you're, I know you're in the community of Oakland all the time, man. So if you want to get the family together, we could do a show with them, and and so they could, they could express their feelings. I'm open to doing that, man. And no I, doubt. With, what I'll do, what I'll do, I'll, like his uncle has been a real instrumental voice in the community since this happened. I think he'd probably be the best point man to go to 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 get to catch the overall feeling of the whole family. Right, right, okay, yeah, yeah. We'll put that no, one together in the in the next couple of weeks, man. Because because I, I always wanted to, I, I feel like I I could do something, you know. Now that I now that I have a radio show and I have a voice out here, I want to I want to make it instrumental, you know. And I want to I want to I want to be some be some something in the community. Well, we appreciate that. We we always appreciate a, another media outlet without without editing before it hits the airwaves. There's right, a lot exactly. of people that come out. A lot of people come tape us and record us, but there's a lot of editing that goes down before they actually show the footage or talk about the footage, and that's the sad part. You're you're willing to roll with it because you understand the message, and, and we appreciate that. I'll make sure the family knows that. Yeah, definitely. So let me ask you a question, just hypothetically, guys, to everybody, everybody who's listening, all the guys online. If the cop was black, would he have got would he have got 11 months? No, he would have got a lot more. Right. Yep. Straight he up. still would. He still would have got less, less than a normal black man, but he would have got a lot less um, time than 
I mean, a lot more time than Mesley for sure. That the gun enhancement definitely would have stuck to him because they 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 would have said that's part of his life upbringing. They would have stuck yeah, to him like yeah, that, and definitely. <laughs> they, they would have gave right. him some, some ill racist view of that and made sure he got stuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, man. So that's so now with with, with getting out this early, does that put his does that put his family at risk? Do you guys think so? I mean, it, I think it always does. I mean, it always does. Because you gotta understand, like, like there's, there's a lot of people on the streets of Oakland that don't think like me. There's a lot of people that think like we need justice today, and right. you know, they're gonna, exactly. by any means that, that you know, which in turn is not gonna help the situation. It's gonna help that person going after revenge feel a little better, but the overall situation will, won't be healed that way. But then it'll, it'll make it so much easier for for the government to, to sweep it under the rug and blame that. You see, the Rodney King verdict is not that's not as important as the Rodney King riots. Right, right. So like, 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 like the verdict isn't brought up like the riots are, you know. So, so that's you know that's what, what they you wanted. Know what, you know what, Gary? You know what, Gary? Um, one one thing is, all the, in, in all the circumstances, the outcome the outcome is different, and and there's one thing that we that uh, this incident is missing, and and, and that's um, the people who used to show up, the Jesse Jacksons, the Al Sharptons. The, the nation uh, leaders that had the bigger voices, you know what I'm saying, the people that brought attention and that type of stuff, they don't really, they don't, they, you know, I think while this is going on, uh, Al Sharpton was on Fox or something, you know what I'm saying, doing an interview about some other shit, about some, about it's the Republicans. He books. He books. books about nobody, political moments instead, instead of current you know events. Like they, they doesn't understand bought, the they power. Bought, right, the people that could could affect the change, they've been bought, paid for it to some extent. And, and you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, Jesse Jackson, you know he should have been there. You know what I'm saying? You know uh, Al Sharpton should have been there. Like, where are the Come big voices, the ones that can re- that really know how to excite and incite and have, them have you know, people marching across the Grab bridge? Grab the international and, media. So, so we have international saying? media coverage. Exactly. That's all. Like said, yeah, yeah, a, let's, let's, we let's got a black president. Right we, got, we got a black president, and, and we don't get that. It wasn't, I, I you know, I watch Fox News and MSNBC, and they didn't mention it not once. I mean, they've been mentioning it. He got out of jail on the local UOP, but as far as on the national, they talk. They rather talk about Sarah Palin and and New yeah. and, and, uh, no, so, so and let me uh, ask real quick. Wiener, hold on, hold on, guys. Cat, let me ask real quick, Phil. Phil, you're on the line. Yeah. You're in Miami. You even know what we're talking about? Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, the sad part is exactly that, man. You'll find out that every news coverage out there. They'd rather talk about the Jersey Shore than actually, you know, subjects like this, you know, and that uh, it's a sad thing because you don't get after the one day that it gets reported, media doesn't have the, the the consistency to actually follow up on stories like this, especially like down here, man. That's yeah, so in Miami, are they are they are they? Did you guys see that Johannes Mesley got released on the news in Miami? Nah, we didn't see it down here. I, you know, I've seen it. For um, being online, man, I've seen it because I pay attention to that. But I mean, a lot right. of people just either aren't aware, or the media isn't being isn't being consistent in doing the coverage that they need to do to really bring it to light. You know, just don't care what's happening in the hood. Which is something we got to change too, because I mean, you got to realize all this stuff that's going on, man. History, like we say, man, history repeats itself, man. And if we don't do something to change it, it's just going to be the same BS over and over, man. You know, and that's one thing mm-hmm. I want to. That's one thing I want to bring out in this show is is I like bringing East Coast artists on because because we want to learn about you guys and we want to and you guys we want you guys to learn about us over here on the West Coast. Right. So 
So we could right. inter intermingle with each other if it's on Twitter, yeah. or Facebook, or on a radio show. We want to know what the hell is going on when something is happening, right? Because yeah. that, that that that's the way to go. Um, that knowledge, yeah. Man, so Gary, but, out, damn, man, damn. I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up, Gary, because that was huge. I meant to talk about it earlier, but then I wanted to, I, I knew you were big with what's going on out there. That's why I tweeted. Well, man, I like I'm I'm glad you provided the platform. Man, believe that. Definitely. Uh, I was I was just I was I was up at the big at the big station today at doing music meetings and you know I, I was asking them like how come how come we had not had more coverage on the air, you know what I mean it's the people station like we ain't no coverage and they're like well that's kind of controversial, I'm like I'm like not from your position if you're the people station your position should be the people. You know, you like, know they're you not mean? the people station no more. They're, they're not the people station no more. They don't even claim that no more. Remember they used to have the they used to have the uh, the peace sign and, and that that was back in Rennell's days when it was a people station with swaying everybody. And now, now they're the I don't know what they're doing, man. Now they're the Clear Channel station. There you go, baby. There you go, baby. Well, shoot, man. Like I said, I appreciate the opportunity. You know, your your station goes far internationally, as well as you know. I mean, the early start you give everyone out here coming up, as well as the big dogs. You know, what I mean, you really do your spot, Rick. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. So, so we're gonna wrap. What they didn't, what they wanted, what they didn't want to do. I just want to say is what they didn't. You know, like I was saying earlier about the excite and insight. You know, saying the right, the right uh, uh, vocalist, the right minister can go up there. And inside a thousand, and turn that thousand into four thousand, and ten thousand, and 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 then if you don't know how to control that, it could turn into something real ugly. So, uh, a lot of these media, they rather just back up off of it because they don't want to add fuel to it. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, uh, Meserly, he know he know what he did, and he gonna have to get out the eyesight. You know what I'm saying? Real talk, he's, he probably he really hated. He might put one in itself, you know what I'm saying, at the, when it really set in, because I don't think it really even set in in his brain yet. So, you know, he gonna, it's gonna, what's going what's gonna to happen to him, he's going to burn in hell forever, and he know it. He took somebody's life, and he got to deal with that, you know what I'm saying, off top. Exactly. So, Mike, what do you have to say about this, man? I, you, I know you're sitting there on hold and, and listening. What's your, what's your whole take on uh, on the whole on the whole Oscar Grant thing, Mike? Are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here. I, uh, I mean, I definitely got to side with Ill Phil on the fact that you know uh, a lot of people watch the crazy stuff on the news about you know the the latest stupid little gossip of the celebrities getting close to uh, the serious stuff that's out there. And you know, if, if people don't know their history, history is bound to repeat itself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, it just it just uh, it's just really sad you know, a lot of craziness like this happening in the world still still this day and you figure we're in the new age but it feels like it, it's uh it's a never ending cycle. Yeah. And plus but you gotta and plus you gotta under, you gotta under, you gotta realize why they why they decided to release him right now this week as opposed to next week because they knew that releasing them this week, it wouldn't get no me- that get the media coverage that you would think because they're be talking about going what, on the GOP talking about thing, LeBron. right? They're talking about LeBron. They're talking about the Heat, the Mavs. You know what I'm saying? They're mm-hmm. talking, you know what I mean? Like the attention. Yeah. They don't have. They, they're talking about uh, Wiener, Wiener's Wiener. You know what I'm talking about? Right. So it's like, they, 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 okay, let's do it right now where we where to stay under the radar 
and go in in, in and out like the like, like the burger, you know what I'm talking about? And we won't have no mass uh, movement, you feel know I me? Mean? And, and they probably you know, purposely and, and, and they probably purposely booked like you know Jesse Jackson and, and you know what I'm saying Al Sharpton and booked the people for other speaking engagements just so he they wouldn't be available to come to Oakland, California. And, and you know what else they did? They they let him out at 12:01. Channel Two News stayed out in front of the jail last night all night, and they never seen him come out. So they they let him come out a back way. You know, in in L.A. County, he came out. He came out a back way, a secret secret passage, probably with the police. You know, and that way, nobody even knows where he's at right now. So, with any other criminal, they just make his ass go out the front. You know, so it is what it is, man. We just gotta, you know. I think Gary was right. We just gotta police our own, and and you know, and do that. So. Man, this was a good show, guys. Make sure you tune in tomorrow. Tomorrow from three to five, uh, six to eight Eastern time. Brian has his sports show. He's begging for callers every day, so we want we want some people to call in. <laughs> We're gonna talk about the Mavs and and the Heat. Right, he's gonna talk about the Heat and the Mavs. He's gonna talk about NHL, um, the NFL lockout. Um, pretty soon we're gonna have. I just I just kicked it with uh, with. Donovan Warren from the Pittsburgh Steelers yesterday, so he's gonna he's gonna call in in a couple of weeks, and we're gonna get him on the air with Brian. Um, next week on this show, we have Deshaun Jackson from the Philadelphia Eagles. He's coming in. He's coming on um, with his cousin uh, Trey uh, at forty forty something on Twitter, and they're gonna talk about their record label they're releasing, Jackpot Jackpot Records, J A Double C P O T Records. Um, Omizi, Mike, man, it was a great show we had today. We had a lot of a lot of stuff going on. Ill Phil, thanks for calling in, man. Thanks for tweeting. Thanks for having me, man. And Takesha. And Takesha, yeah, Takesha called in. Yes, the Takesha with the uh, with the with the Adam's apple. I'm gonna send her a copy of that uh, that record, that Ill Phil record. <laughs> Uh, man, I've got a cage, man. <laughs> <laughs> Send her a cage. Uh, uh, hold on, Jason's on the phone. What? Hey, are, are you a mama? Yeah. Hey, uh, Omizi, any last words to say before we get off? No, nah, man. Uh, I'm, about to, I'm about to take this medicine so I can shake the best of this ooh up and uh, and and watch TV and watch my dog. Uh, the heat a little bit more. You smell me? Right, right. Is that why you didn't go to the Bahamas? Because you were sick? Yeah, man. I'm sick as a dog. Yeah, I'm man. I'm sick, sick. I'm sick, like out of hand sick, like chills, coughing, the whole thing. Like, out of hand, like I couldn't even get on a plane the way I was. Man, and you you talk about you lost probably 10 pounds while you were sick, bro. I got up at 5 o'clock in the morning and did my PIX this morning. I'm so proud of myself. I, I need a man, I need a, Man, I have yeah, I got the P90X, so I, I I got up at five in the morning and did it today. I'm gonna give myself a hand for that one. Well, okay. <laughs> so I jumped on the scale. I'm 260. I'm a real fat Mexican now, so I need to I need to bring that down. So, so Whoa. shout out to me, damn it. <laughs> 260. You 260. 260. 5'8", 5'9". Oh my god, yeah, you gotta fix that one. I'm like a like a bowling ball, blood. So. 
I need to defer this. <laughs> I'm like a big pinata. Yeah, do, uh, do, do some stepping. Do some stepping, man. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like with my you friend. A, you a, yeah, you in a fraternity. Do some stepping. Yeah. Put some boots on. Put some, put some big ass combat boots on and get up here. That's what we do. Mike, any last words before we go? I just hope everybody has a beautiful day. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Nobody gets sick or continues to heal. Uh, just uh, hope everybody survives a Monday. All right. Let's go. Ill Phil. We'll holla at you, man. Yo. See you on Twitter, dog. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me, man. Man, call Get back anytime. Call back anytime, man, and just just be on the line with us. Like next week, we got Jackpot Entertainment, man, and we want to hook you up. Yeah. We want you to send send a copy of one of your tracks to Omizi. And and get a verse on there. All right, for sure, man, for sure. You know, we, we work that shit out, man. I try to do that every show. <laughs> Most definitely, y'all. <laughs> Bless everybody <laughs> I'm, on the I'm show, out, man. All right, we're gone. Peace. Peace. Soul Kids Radio, we out. One.